If you follow Tokyo on Fire, you know that the Prime Minister spent the last three months of last year doing international travel, visiting countries throughout the world. And now he's back in town, and we predicted that he would be pursuing some of these, but lining things up for an election in the summer. He came out just recently and acknowledged the role of the Japanese military in a comfort women issue. This is the use of uh, military brothels during World War II. It's really made the relations between South Korea and North Korea too, and Japan very, very tough. And he's kind of opened the gates here. He's made an acknowledgement and a payment of some substantial amount of money to go to the survivors. Michael, this is a pretty big deal. He wants it to be conclusive. It doesn't look like it's going to be completely conclusive, but it's opened the door for Japanese and, and Korean relations. It looks like it's on a, a different foot right now. Yeah, we're seeing a, a big difference between the ground and the elites in terms of how this is being played out. For, for Abe's supporters, this is the ultimate betrayal. He's not only mm -hmm. acknowledged that the military had some relationship, but they're gonna pay money, and they're gonna pay money before, and this is the kicker, there's this statue in front of the Japanese embassy in Seoul, which is, for, according to Abe's very close supporters, an absolute violation of the Vienna Conventions that you cannot have a humiliating or insulting environment for our diplomatic right. mission. And, and it's the, a depiction of one uh, of the comfort women. women looking right at the embassy. Uh, that, and is there 24 hours a day and is all lit up and mm. it's gold and all this. So that, they, the uh, government has made a deal where it's paying money, making an acknowledgement, and does not have a guaranteed removal of the statue. For them, it's betrayal. On the Korean side, the fact that they've got an agreement, but that the Japanese government says, we're not legally responsible, and there's not going to be a written agreement. Right. There's nothing in writing. You just have to take our word for it. That has some of the comfort, surviving comfort women saying this, there's no deal here. Well, I think, too, the problem has been that there was a lack of involvement from any of the protesting groups or representatives for these very aging comfort women. Mm -hmm. So you have the scenario of this week in Tokyo, two of them arriving right. at Haneda, wanting to have a meeting, of course, with Abe, right. <laughs> which they didn't have. <laughs> But every time that happens, it sort of keeps the issue out there. And it comes across as if the Japanese government is just waiting for these women to, to die right. off. I mean, they, their numbers are in decline. But a lot of the women's groups were just adamantly opposed to this because they said, we didn't have a seat at the table. This always comes up with in UN when they have general assembly meetings and if you don't have the non-governmental groups represented, it then opens the door to them having a shadow mm -hmm. conference of their own. So I think that's sort of a, a, a terrible part of this, that they didn't work this out with all the groups, maybe because they realized they couldn't appease those groups right. regardless. As far as the That's the statute, argument that, that even South Korean diplomats will probably make that if we get the, the women's groups and the, and the activist groups in, uh, involved, there's no deal ever. That's right. right. That's and, right. And that the issues are so important to having in a geopolitical sense that we just, we do this ad hoc, off the books, money, uh, sort of an apology, and we move on. We move on. And I suppose as far as the 
art piece or the <laughs> statue in front of the embassy. This is really an outrageous thought. But imagine if Abe actually came and had his Billy Brandt moment and laid down some flowers. Or, I mean, I wonder if that would make any difference because, of course, the the group that put the statue there, they said, we're never going to take uh-huh. it away. So you can go forward with your deal, but we're going to leave it. And it's not right in front of the entrance, uh, right. from what I, from what I know. But we know that that's not going to happen. He's mm-hmm. not going to, because as you say, Michael, he's getting a lot of flack from his core supporters for even acknowledging that they had to come to this agreement. The fact that he had to even mention mm. that the comfort women issue was a problem for but, Japan. But one member of the diet actually uh, in conversation, in, in public conversation, said these women were not victims, they were common prostitutes, and wow, did the, did the establishment come down on him fast? He, mm-hmm. within, within not hours, but at least a day or so, he repudiated his own re- remarks. He said, oh, I was speaking, I was, right. I, was, I was completely out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Wow. They they really want, the establishment really wants this to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was, I tweeted about that, and that was a little bit of semantics going on there because these women, once they were enslaved and were in this sex industry, they were deemed prostitutes. Mm-hmm. So even if they, if they were forced into it, that was their image afterwards, okay. that they are just lowlifes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> his his use, he would say, well, that was the kind of woman we had here who was uh, being repeatedly raped, then she is like a prostitute. It's very sad. Well, I think it's a brave step forward for the prime minister. And as we predicted on this show, you will continue to see the prime minister making really significant steps geopolitically with his closest neighbor. He identified Korea as its most important strategic partner in the region. Stay tuned because we will watch this too.